Welcome to the Essay for FAs Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors. I am your host, Gil Weinrich, and today we will discuss great expectations, specifically inflation expectations, which are running high right now, and the key question of what investors are to do or not do about this threat. The possibility of a return of inflation has become a genuine topic of investor discussion these days, with no less a personage than Warren Buffett telling shareholders in his annual letter last month that, quote, my overriding theme is inflation relative to what the policymakers think. That's an interesting and incisive framing of the issue, since policymakers are openly blasé about inflation. Fed Chief Jerome Powell last month said, quote, Frankly, we welcome slightly higher inflation, end quote. If you're familiar with the ways of Washington, then you know that the word frankly is equally, if not more often, used when you're trying to be evasive than when expressing candor. Another good reason to consider inflation with respect to what policymakers think is that, so it seems to this observer, in addition to the Fed's formal responsibilities of combating inflation, maximizing employment, and regulating the financial system, its unstated overarching task has evolved to become managing the market's emotions with soothing, nothing-here-to-worry-about type observations. A possible reason for this is that once word gets out that the economy is in real trouble, panic takes hold and magnifies the problem beyond the Fed's ability to repair the problem. But besides the Fed, we have a new administration in Washington that is tripling down on former President Obama's stimulus spending plans, signaling indifference to a rekindling of inflation. The result of all this is that investors are talking about inflation, which is a great thing because inflation risk does not disappear just because inflation itself has been quiescent for more than three decades now. Indeed, unless you are now in your mid-50s or older, you've had no personal experience of inflation above 5% in your adult life. So what should investors do about this? That's always likely to inspire a diversity of answers. According to the Financial Times, Buffett's holding company Berkshire Hathaway's cash and cash equivalents are nearly all in short-term treasury bills, totaling $113 billion versus just $3 billion in longer-term debt. This makes sense if you fear inflation, which erodes your money's purchasing power. Thus, you don't want to prepay for dollars 10 or 30 years from now at today's values, as they would be worth so much less at that time. With short-term bills, you can at least reasonably expect that a dollar today will be worth close to the same amount several weeks later when the T-bill matures. So T-bills, whose longest maturity is 52 weeks, are relatively safe. But how do you profit in inflationary environments? The usual answers are gold, commodities, and real estate. But a surprising and intriguing response comes from Michael Crook, an investment strategist at Mill Creek Capital Advisors who has been doing some interesting work on inflation of late. He's one of my go-to sources for reliable information. In a series of weekly market updates, Crook has argued that in a market environment characterized by shifting inflation expectations, the hedge that has worked best has been a global equity portfolio. In other words, rather than rejigger your portfolio, staying the course is actually the best way to make it through a period of rising inflation expectations which in layman's terms means unexpected inflation. In contrast to this surprising finding about global equities, Crook shows that inflation expectations and gold have no discernible relationship, 
sometimes trading in the same direction and sometimes not. Rather, the association investors make between gold and inflation is based on real interest rates, meaning the level of interest after accounting for inflation. Gold prices rose in 1974 when the inflation rate was 10%, while 10-year treasuries paid 8%, leaving real rates at minus 2%. In the past few months, gold has declined as interest rates overtook the inflation rate. The upshot of this for gold is that you have to have a view of what real rates will be. But our analysis is not about gold. It is about inflation. Buffett is worried about this, Michael Crook is, and so am I. Whereas Global Equity's top Mill Creek's list of top performers during times of rising inflation, while gold is uncorrelated and long-term treasuries take the biggest beating, I am intrigued by the outperformance of materials, real estate, and energy in times of rising inflation. These appear on Mill Creek's list of sectors correlating with rising inflation expectations over the past three decades. While Mill Creek sees no reason to over-allocate to any one of these areas, but rather to stick with the protection of a global equity portfolio, I am mindful that sometimes investors have new cash to deploy, in which case emphasizing assets that are protective against inflation could make sense. My quest for such an investment will be the subject of my next podcast. This is Gil Weinrich for Seeking Alpha.